Hello and welcome to the Eat Local New York podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Tringale, and this is a really unique episode. You probably heard a few of if you've been a somewhat long-term subscriber to the podcast, but if you didn't know, you know, we announced it a few months ago when this first took place, but you know, some people may have missed it. Um, we've partnered with the guys over at the Snackdown podcast, Andy and Justin, and they're going to be releasing their episodes here on the Eat Local podcast channel. And I'm happy about that because these two individuals are really funny, really creative, really knowledgeable, and they produce a really great podcast. So that's what you're listening to. And without further ado, here they are. Say check. I, I say, say mate. mate. Check. Mate. Oh, we're like both saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome to episode 120 of Snackdown. I'm Justin, and this is. Sir, I wanna buy these shoes for my mama, please. So here's the thing. <laughs> I talked to Kalen before this episode and said that if I sang a song that you understood or knew, you would pretty much just sing it on <laughs> command. Booyah, Kalen. Actually, she didn't disagree with me. But I said but I said to Kalen, I'm like, Justin's going to sing anything with me. Yeah. And so that's what I sang. And you did. Yep. I'm Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Andy. And this is uh, another... <laughs> and it's October. <laughs> it's October. And this is another late night uh, episode. This is uh, just becoming our thing now, I guess. Ooh, could we get some like, late night music? Maybe kind of like an airiness sort of ambiance and like a saxophone? <laughs> there we go. It's playing right now. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. This is magical. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's late night. Uh, the saxophone is playing. The stars are out. The moon is up. The crickets are cricketing. Andy's eyelids are slowly drooping. Yeah, they are. Every time we record this late, Andy is only half awake. It's like <laughs> it's only eight. It's yeah. like eight fifteen. So uh, Andy was like trying to get out, and he's like, "My son is still wide awake. It's going to be a while." And uh, so there's no like tricks. You don't tell your kids like, "Daddy's got to go eat snacks." <laughs> <laughs> sleep, no, sleep. They, they make like they think that we go to sleep like right after they do. Oh, they do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help. Um, do you guys like go into your room and shut the door, then like have a ladder out the window and like, go back down to the living room? <laughs> no, not a bad idea though. Yeah. Um, no, what I do tell, uh, so I, I'm charged at this point in my life with putting the youngest Luke to sleep. And so I'll kind of, I'll threaten him and basically say, you better get upstairs or I'm not going to scratch your back. <laughs> and he goes up. Wow. So, yeah. Very so, cool. you know, I'm threatening a toddler. <laughs> with no scratches with no back scratches so. i do like a good back scratch oh yeah 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 i used to actually be pretty good um like patients like when i was working inpatient patients loved a good back scratch before you going to scratch patients bed yeah or bags yeah Interesting. not every one of them hmm. but sometimes the real crusty ones i would help scratch <laughs> crusty backs yes hmm. Interesting. Unfortunately, it was right after I changed the linens, so I'd have to change the linens again. <laughs> well, let's change <laughs> off crusty backs and changing linens. To... We can just bleep that whole part out. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, an episode I'm very excited about. I'm I'm happy for you, and you went like full force into this, and I appreciate it. Yeah, and it could be surprisingly good or surprisingly bad. Who knows? No. <laughs> so this episode 
the creative director who I work with mm-hmm. is from Spain, and he went back to visit his family in Spain. And he came back and brought me a bottle from Spain, which I don't know how he got it here. Um, <laughs> um Maybe it like the duty free? Maybe. I don't, uh, I don't know. So so he brought me back a bottle. It looks like a, an old alchemist's poison bottle because it's just got like an uh, X on it. It looks like it's straight edge, but it's not. Yeah. And so this is uh, Ratafia, which is from Spain. Yeah. And it's a Spanish liqueur. And this is like a different type of Ratafia, and we'll get to that. This is not like super classic Ratafia. Isn't Ratafia like where you're like really into reggae and stuff? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just tell talk me to about you. Ratafia. I'll tell you a little bit about Ratafia before we sip it so we know oh, what we're getting into. Okay. And then why this is different a little bit. So typically prepared in the rural parts of Catalonia, Ratafia Ooh. is one of the most ancient and traditional beverages to be made in the province. A mysterious blend of fruits, nuts, and herbs. Recipes vary from area to area and household to household. That's awesome. It's pretty broad. Um, so what is Ratafia? According to official sources, there are at least two drinks which can be called Ratafia. One is a fortified wine, while the other is a liqueur made from fruit juices. In Catalonia, Ratafia is made from a base of aguardiente, or firewater, which is distilled from the byproducts of sweet grape musts or fruits. Hmm. This neutral spirit is then flavored with a mixture of fruits, nuts, and herbs, which most commonly include lemon peel, fresh walnuts, and verbena. Whoa. Yeah. So it starts with a pretty or a relatively neutral spirit, and then they kind of infuse it. Yeah. That's awesome. So then other spices and herbs are also often found in the list of ingredients, including cinnamon and nutmeg, although these were added later as the drink became more popular. It's also very common for sugar to be added to the preparation to sweeten it, also making it thicker and more syrup-like. Once the ingredients have been blended together, Ratafia would then traditionally be left for at least 40 days outside, where it would get both sun and shade. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I would have just assumed the shade part, right? But yeah. interesting. Yeah. Right? They're like... <laughs> it's sun, and the then sun's they going down, it. and they're like whipping the horses in the wagon and like chasing Keep the sun. Keep up! Keep... The shade is coming! They oh. can... <laughs> They can only do it during periods of sunlight and, like, a really intense moonlight. Or they, like, transfer it by boat to those countries that are, like, all sun for specific periods of time, you know. Oh, like Alaska? Yeah. Nice. (laughs) So, however, as a drink, which was traditionally made at home by farmers and others living in the countryside, there are a number of different ways of making ratafia, and no one recipe has the ultimate authority. Homemade versions of ratafia would usually rely on whatever nuts, herbs, or other ingredients could be found in the local area at the time. So, like, traditional ratafia is a lot of times the base is, like, grapes. Mm-hmm. Like, made from, like, wine, wine skins, that kind like of thing. A, like, I would, I'm kind of thinking, like, a grappa, right? Yeah. Like, a grappa is made from that. So, yeah. that's the base. That's the base yeah. spirit. But as it grew in popularity, people made it out of, like, anything. Hmm. And so, the one that we are drinking today is made out of walnuts, I think. Green as walnut. The, the base spirit. I think so. Wow. Yeah. That's nuts. (laughs) It is nuts. It's walnuts. (laughs) (laughs) So why is it called the Ratafia? While there's no definitive answer to this question, one popular Catalan story written by the famous author Jacinta Verdag... By a famous author, <laughs> written by a famous author, says that one day three bishops from a different part of Catalonia met in a farmhouse to discuss an important issue. Once they had reached an agreement and signed a treaty, they asked the farmer to serve them something to drink in celebration. He gladly produced a bottle of homemade alcohol and served them a glass each. The three bishops were delighted by the drink and asked for its name, to which the farmer replied that it had none. Eager to find a name to describe the drink they enjoyed so much, they decided to find one for themselves to mark the occasion 
of the signing of the treaty, one of the bishops came up with the idea of giving it the name Ratafia after the last words of each of them had marked on the treaty Ratafiat, meaning it is signed in Latin. Mm, I, I believe that. Yeah. I would believe that story. So we'll get into the, the kind that we're drinking, but... Yeah, let's just... I, I mean, like, this is let's a lot smell of, like, it. Oh, I can man. definitely tell the, smell the herb. There's the a lot going on here. Yeah. It's awesome. Mmm. <laughs> I turned into Yoda there for a second. Mm, good it is. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. It is. Ooh, it has like a almost nice like a root warm, beer. Warms me. Yeah, it does have like a root beer flavor. I mean, and I hope that doesn't like bastardize like the... <laughs> no, it's got a lot more than a root beer flavor. Okay. But no, it does, of course. It's in of there. course. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I smell little anise. Yeah. Little anise. <laughs> <laughs> little orphan anise. Um <laughs> <laughs> so when you're talking about when they drink it, so this is going to lead into other things that we're doing today. Yeah. So uh, it's usually sweet in flavor, which it is. Ratafia is best enjoyed mm. as a digestif or served alongside sweet snacks such as cakes and desserts. Mm. It can be either served at room temperature, which is what we're having it at, after a meal, or it can be served over ice as a refreshing nightcap. Taste it again. Can you can you sort of taste like, I mean, this is, I think at base, like a pretty sweet liqueur right mm-hmm. I, I, and i could just be like oh well it's like because you already told me that it's got walnuts in it like but it, it kind of has like a little bit of like an astringent flavor at the end just to kind of like sort of cut off the sweetness a little bit yeah and then almost like an orange peel mm-hmm. sort of yeah it's got a little bit of citrus in there mm-hmm. it's interesting because it reminds me of other digestives hat we've had like yeah. say for like fernet bronca or something mm-hmm. on the nose it has that same kind of smell like I can smell mm-hmm. similar herbs in there, like the anise, and almost like it was made in like the same era as yeah. you know. But instead of like making something so bitter, like Fernet Branca, yeah, they kind of figured out a way to add sweetness Be- to it. Why? Because Fernet, adding sugar, Fernet Branca had to like fool like uh, prohibition movements to be like, no, this is a medicine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People are like, you should use less saffron. I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah. we're going to continue to use seventy percent of the world's. Saffron. And then they went bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, mm, this is very good. This is very good. And so, what we're drinking? So this is called Lahastia. It's L apostrophe Hostia. Now I think that means the host in Spanish, which is like a religious term, but it's also a uh, vulgar term. <laughs> it's a <laughs> like vulgar a slang term? term, like a swear word, apparently. Hmm. And that kind of fits like their marketing for this. Mm-hmm. This uh, brand. It's very hard to find anything on this. I found like one site that talks about it. They call it Hardcore Ratafia. And uh, it's so they use a base of green walnuts to create a liqueur that is then macerated with over 20 natural extracts, including rosemary, cinnamon, sage, orange peel, mm-hmm. dried anise, and fennel. Anise? Yeah. Anise and orange peel. We tasted that. Wow. Nice. Pretty good. At and then what else and was there? Aged so cinnamon? Months. I can definitely so, taste the cinnamon. So there's cinnamon, rosemary, sage. It's rosemary. Dried anise, fennel, and... There's like 20 other things. Those mm-hmm. are like the ones that people mm-hmm. know. But mm-hmm. all these kind of herbal places always keep a good portion of them secret. Yeah. But they do like release like, oh, we do have like. We, we know things. what the secret is. Yeah. Friendship. <laughs> Friendship. <laughs> mm. So. But this. Yes. This Ratafia. We can maybe cut this out. But their, their marketing for it is one shot f***ing cold. No bullshit. <laughs> f***ing cold? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's in their, their marketing. Why? So that's, I think, how you're supposed to drink it. With one shot, like in a shot form. Like you're, yeah. Not like sipping it like this? 
<laughs> no. So that's why I think this is... So Ratafia is like a, a digestive sipping mm-hmm. at room temperature, which is kind of what I wanted to do it like traditionally. Mm-hmm. But this brand is like very much like a college, it seems. They're this marketing is a, This towards, is a party drink. They're, I think the name is like a vulgar term. And I think their marketing is very like, <laughs> you know, for partying. Intense. Yeah. It's for raging. Yeah. It's good, Let's, though. We should have it cold. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking maybe no we BS. could throw it in a shaker with ice real quick. Yeah. And then just see what it's like. Let's do it. Should we do it? Yeah. Snappy? Snip, snap. All right. And we're back. <laughs> All right. So are we just shooting this or are we going to sip it cold? Yeah. No BS, dude. <laughs> All right. You ready? Let's do it. Ready? What, do you, what would you say? Uh, Last year. Last year. That's <laughs> probably offensive. Last year. Ratafia. It's pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. The cold actually cuts out some of the flavors. Yeah. It was more anise Mm-hmm. That's good, though. That's pretty kind good. A delightful shot. It is a delightful shot. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we still have a little Ratafia, room temperature Ratafia in our glasses. And a lot of times... We like to call it room rat. <laughs> like we were just uh, reading, uh, it's often eaten after your meal with desserts. And what do we have in front of us? So I went down to Otrocinco, and they recently reopened with a new menu in July. Oh, really? And they switched over to purely Spanish, authentic Spanish food from like Spain. So I was like, I wanted to find some Spanish desserts for this. And any time I was like looking, you know, people would suggest restaurants... But they were always suggesting like Cuban restaurants or Mexican restaurants or, you know, just South American, Latin American restaurants. And I was like, I'm looking for Spanish, like from Spain, yeah, Spanish. exactly. <laughs> and so I finally found that Ultra Cinco just changed their menu and that's what they're doing now. I'm that's like, awesome. Sweet, that's great. So I went down there and talked to the people and I got a couple desserts. So let's... Uh, this looks fan- this start, all looks fantastic. Should we just start with the, the cheesecake? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So let's start with the cheesecake. So what really excites me about this cheesecake is that it has almost like that German style or like, you know, European crust. So this is a Basque cheesecake, which is from the Basque region of Spain. It's awesome. And burnt Basque cheesecake Mm -hmm. is a specialty dessert from the Basque region of Spain. Unlike New York style cheesecake, which is pale, dense and creamy, burnt Basque cheesecake comes out super dark and caramelized. In fact, it almost looks burnt, hence its name, but don't let its torched appearance fool you. Burnt, so it's like it's got like a brown burnt top. Burnt cheesecake? That's yeah. that's a lot to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can we just call it BBC or something? No. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's let's give this a try. Oh man. It's like savory, you know? It is super good. Mm-hmm. And it's got uh the, I think this is blueberry. Mm-hmm. So there's like a big like syrupy, like you know, like fresh blueberries because they have the blueberries in there, and then there's a strawberry, too. Yeah, yeah this is this is delicious. Mm. And now there's I'm no gonna... there's no like bottom crust. It's just kind of like an even amount of doneness, like that the blackened look, blackened, burnt, burnt, burnt Basque cheesecake. <laughs> BBC, British mm. Broadcasting Community. No, that's not what it no. is. <laughs> this is really good. Mm-hmm. So, the people at Ultra Singer are super nice. So, shout out to Jancy. Hey, Jancy. And there was another <laughs> woman I talked to who was really cool too, but I didn't get her name. Hmm. But Jancy was really excited. But she uh, she owned her own production company, and she did productions down in New York. And I was hmm. like, oh, I'm a producer too. Nice, <laughs> nice. And uh, she's actually been to where I work. 
And she's like, oh, it's a great studio. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about like producing and super nice lady. So have you have you tried the ratafia uh, since you've tried some of the dessert? I did. It really dries it out, right? Kind of scoops the sweetness on it because you've got much more sweet. Mm-hmm. Right? It's good though. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It, like it tastes more walnutty, would mm-hmm. you say? Yeah. Well, that's cool. So, so you were talking to Jancy and you were like, Jancy, help me out here. So when I called, I said, hey, I'm doing a podcast. I wanted to make sure that like the... Desserts, because I got these a couple hours ago. I mm-hmm. wanted to make sure it wasn't like all like hot desserts that they do. Mm-hmm. So that would just be called. Once I heard, said that we were doing a podcast, she's like, why don't you come down and talk to us and order it out of here? Hmm. And when I got there, she was saying she would, when I said podcast, because of her like production and producer background, she was like really excited and like interested to like find out more about it. So we were she was like, about, she was like, did you start a podcast during the pandemic? And we're like. No, we predate the pandemic. Yeah. And she's like, oh, cool. Because <laughs> there's a lot of those. <laughs> but yeah, so she was really cool. And was, we were talking about that. And and so Otrocinco, they do made to order. Like everything is fresh made to order. Hmm. So even if it's like something that takes a while, she's like some people, you know, it's just like a longer dining experience. You know, depending on what you order, sometimes it just takes a while because mm-hmm. they're going to, they make everything like from scratch fresh. They're not like pre-making stuff to make it quicker. So it's you're like, like, you're like, I'll take the brisket. And she's like, okay, come back in 18 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and ask for you Jancy. Have to, I'll seat <laughs> you in the brisket room. There's cots back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And here's a couple towels just in case you get the meat sweats after 18 hours when it's finally ready. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that's cool, man. Yeah. I, once I saw the menu and everything, I was like. I really want to Sold. come back here. And we, we've we been wanting to do a tapas episode. Yeah. And there was a tapas restaurant. Just sitting around with no shirts that, on or. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There was a tapas restaurant that I was like thinking about doing and then it closed recently or like last year or the year before. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. Lacey's? Yeah, Lacey's. Yeah. And then there, there's not very much options for tapas around here. No. And so I was like, dang it, I, I really want to do a tapas restaurant. But now Otrocinco's is doing like authentic tapas. That's awesome. And paella and stuff like that. So. What if we could get quail? Mm. That's it, like one one of the only times I've been to a tapas bar. There was quail. A tapas, a tapas bar is very different from a topless bar. Huh, yes, yes. Let me just let me reiterate. I was at a tapas bar, <laughs> but yeah. So I got quail, and like it was just like really, this, yeah. It's like tiny, tiny, tiny bird. I was like, hey, does anyone want to? <laughs> it's like there was like literally nothing. Like what, to how share. was it prepared? Uh, roasted, probably. Hmm. Like you got the whole bird. Oh, I got the whole bird. Nice. Not like the eyeballs and stuff like that, yeah. but it looked like a you know like a rotisserie. The parts you didn't eat, you get in a to-go bag. It's just like feet and eyes and beak, and they're like, oh, yeah, you can say you got the yeah. whole bird. They're like, do you have a dog? I was like, yeah, but I flew in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was that cheesecake was great. Oh, and yeah. oh yeah, what are you eating? What are you eating now? Oh no, okay. I'm not. Just more of the cheesecake. Yeah. Okay, all right, just crushing it. I thought you had. <laughs> like a like a secret second Justin menu. <laughs> no. Oh, that's an here's a podcast idea. You and I have secret menus from each other during the same episode. Like we we have like a <laughs> almost like a DM screen up. Yeah. And we're eating certain special items behind it. <laughs> What's all that on your face over there? Nothing. <laughs> it looks like blueberry. <laughs> nope. No, I just got a rhubarb pie. That's it. That's all they had. <laughs> And it's just the the show actually will rename to that's all they had. <laughs> yeah, and it's like go fish. And I'm like, uh, show me your blueberry cake. <laughs> you're like go fish. Dang it. Yeah, I like that. It's yeah. got it's got legs. Mm, Mr. Tapia is good. Yeah, speaking of legs, it's yeah. just super. These these 
These always interest me, like these digestives that mm-hmm. have like so many herbs in it. Mm-hmm. They have such complex flavors. It's almost like every time you sip it, you know, there's something else that comes out. And they all pull from like a lot of the of similar flavors. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like anise is in out of like nine out of ten of them. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but they all have you know just different personalities. Like I would prefer this way more than Fernet Branca. Well, it's interesting because the anise in this kind of makes it feel like uh, like an absinthe. Or uh, there's a Uzo. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. that's what it's called. Yeah, Uzo. Yeah. Uzo. It's like very anise. Yeah. I actually have some in the cabinet. Do you? Mm-hmm. Nice. But uh, but it, w- with the rest of the herbs and like whether your ratafia is like wine or nut based, it just adds a more complex flavor. Completely agree. Mm. So let's get into our next dessert. Hmm. Which, so w- this is which a, one are we going for? Oh, yeah. This, this is a St. James <clears throat> almond cake. Which in oh Spain God. is known as Tarta de Santiago, which is mm. a Spanish almond cake. Wow. And so this is almond, and then I think it looks like they have blueberries in this, too. I think those are blueberries. Yeah, mm. those are... Kind of like the same kind of deal, blueberries and a strawberry. Mmm. Mmm. It's got a little bit of a hint of, like, tart. Like a little bit of maybe, like, lemon. But I taste the almond. I was going to say, it has... It does have, like, a very, like, light lemon flavor. Mm-hmm. But it almost has the consistency of like a poppy seed lemon cake, right? Would you agree with that? Mm-hmm. It's not as moist, but like, I don't know. There's something that's, that rem- reminds me of it a lot. So it's good. It's fantastic. It almost has like the fiber content of like coconut. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it's got like a coconut mouthfeel. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for validating me, yeah. Justin. <laughs> very cool. This is good. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, it does have a just like a a, a nice lemon almond, mm-hmm. and then that coconut, like almost if if you eat like macaroons, almost has like if you have like a very like well minced macaroon, not like macaron or whatever the French is, but basically the the coconut things. Mm-hmm. It kind of has like that sort of texture. It's nice. If anyone wants a music recommendation, um, Clay Pigeons by Blaze Foley <laughs> is a real hit. Really? Yeah. Is that what you were playing from yeah. earlier? Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of uh, like a sadder John Prine. Yeah, and like more Texas. Which I like. And and so like it's talking about like just taking a Greyhound mm-hmm. just all around the country and just kind of rediscovering himself. When it's called Clay Pigeons and like you think that there's going to be some sort of like gun sort of thing about it, but he just mentions like feeding pigeons clay. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever have you ever shot clay pigeons? Yeah. Pretty fun. Yeah, it is pretty fun. But he was like, feed the pigeons, Clay. And you're just like, what? Like, Where did- like people have like bags of bread and he's just out there with like shards of pottery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're like, sir, they're going to die if you keep they doing that. They can't eat those mugs. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to give the pigeons a bowel obstruction. <laughs> he's like, I know. Pretty sick, Play man. pigeons. So we're, if we're talking they're about... Like, uh, pretty sick. If we're talking about music recommendations, uh-huh. since you gave one, I'll give one to them. <laughs> uh, Ada Lee. You ever listen to her? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I played it for you last week. And what did I say? (laughs) So, and he's very proud of this. (laughs) So, my recommendation is her album, One Hand on the Steering Wheel, The Other Sewing a Garden. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. But I played a a song for Andy, and he's like, this sounds like she has short, drastic bangs. And she did. And she did. Yeah, that was her hairstyle. Mm -hmm. And Andy knew it from basically like eight measures. (laughs) (laughs) From her music style. (laughs) I was like, yeah, she's got bangs. 
Short, drastic bangs. She's got short, drastic bangs. <laughs> so, these little cookies. Mm-hmm. I guess these are... She just threw these in the bag. Oh, that was uh, nice, right? So these are the, what they kind of bring you at the table. Yeah. Kind of like closing out like with the check, maybe. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I might know when I bite the cookie. They look like I think she said they were kind of like... I think she said they were like Anna's cookies. Ooh. I'm pretty sure. But when I bite it and it's not, I'll know. But they're really good. <laughs> I taste a hint of anise. Hmm. It's like definitely got a lot of a decent amount of cinnamon sugar on it. Mm-hmm. And then almost like a like a like baking salt. soda. Yeah. It's like a baking soda or a salt or something mm-hmm. in there that is giving it like a savory that's mixing just, with the sweet. These are snickerdoodles. Yeah. But like in a different way. They're not as like gummy as Don's were. Well, okay. And, and these okay, are Don, small. Okay, Don. Don, your snickerdoodles were awesome. <laughs> he agreed with me that they were gummy. Maybe, I mean, so the flavor that maybe we can't put our finger on, I think, is either baking soda or cream of tartar. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're very good. Yeah. So which would you prefer? Would you prefer Ratafia uh, lukewarm, at least at least of this brand? Would you prefer it lukewarm or um, cold and shot? I, I like it lukewarm. I think more flavors come out lukewarm. Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about with... With lots of things. When things are, like, really cold, it, it masks a lot of flavors, which is why cheap beer, they really want you to drink it cold because mm-hmm. they don't want it to get warm and you to actually taste the beer. <laughs> Coors Light has those, like, can-changing colors. Yeah. Or if you drink it where it's not absolutely freezing cold, they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> don't do that. Some no guy runs guarantees. Out of, some guy runs out of the bushes, like, hits <laughs> it out of your hand as you're about to sip it. Well, he wouldn't be doing that for Coors Light. He'd be doing that for a bush. Oh, yeah. Nice. True. Right? Yeah. So right. the guy jumps out of a course Mountain. light? Um, well, okay. Yeah. Okay, I see what you mean. We'll have to workshop that. Yeah. Uh, so I I like it lukewarm. I mean, it was good as a shot, mm-hmm. cold, but lukewarm it is nice. The shot was like, it was like a little, I guess not diluted, but maybe a little diluted, um, mm-hmm. just because there was a decent amount of ice going through it. I would um, like to try a grape wine-based ratafia, like the traditional ratafia. Mm. But I have not seen any Ratafia ever in America. But when I was at Ochocinco talking to them about it, like why we were getting the desserts, she wrote it down and she's like, I'm going to see if we're going to talk to our distributors and see if we can get some Ooh, Ratafia. Look at you, she man. Heard of it. <laughs> so maybe, maybe you can go down to Ochocinco and get some Ratafia someday. Maybe now. Yeah, maybe, uh, like, maybe they're quick workers. If, if, I was going to say, if their <laughs> distributors are quick. Or if you're listening to this a little bit down the line. But maybe cool. not. I don't know how much that's important in the U.S. I was going to say, you know? people can listen to this down the line. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm talking about Ratafia. Yeah, but this, is, I've this never isn't like live. I've seen or heard it in America until my boss yeah. gave it to me. So hmm. I didn't shout his name, but thank you, Arno, for giving us this Ratafia because it's uh, great. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for possibly like... You know, spending money and then like using up maybe one or two slots worth of like your, you know, whatever you can take through customs. Yeah, like if he like had to throw out a shirt or something to like fit it in the bag. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, you're just talking about like volume, right? Yeah, like cubic. Volume, yeah, yeah, right. I'm thinking more in terms of like customs and like oh, having customs. to pay extra yeah. and that sort of thing. Okay. I, was I, I always like, get nervous oh, I can't about fit it. this. I bought it. Well, right. there goes this like striped shirt I bought. Yeah. Yeah. I always get nervous about bringing alcohol over the border. Like yeah. back to the states, so uh, there's one more dessert. Okay, and this is not a traditional do, are we, Spanish dessert. Do we want to save this for? Or are we just going to burn through dessert? So the desserts go with like straight ratafia. Okay, okay. The cocktail that we have that we're going to do with it is an Americanized Ooh, cocktail. Okay, so 
Well, let's just do the... Let's just the, do the dessert, yeah. And so this is not a traditional Spanish dessert. I got mm. those, and then they said, we also make a vegan chocolate cake. Mm. I was like, eh, I'll get that too. Hmm. My recommendation, if anyone orders this, is to also get a nice glass of milk. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, but vegan. Um, almond milk. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll have the vegan <laughs> chocolate cake and a nice big glass of milk. <laughs> Make sure it's cow milk from a factory. That's <laughs> good, though. Yeah, it's very good. Again, it has like a slight savory flavor to it. I think that's the frosting. It's got like a little glazy, syrupy frosting. Mm-hmm. It's a little salty. In the good way. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's delicious. Great desserts. Mm. Paired well with the ratafia. Mm-hmm. The ratafia reminds me of something like that we've had before, and I'm trying to like pinpoint it. Root beer. It's not root beer. I think it's like... Jaeger. Like uh, Benedictine, maybe, or something like that. Did we have Benedictine here? Yeah. Did we? Mm-hmm. In what episode? The Benedictine and Brandy episode. <laughs> Did we have a and b episode? Mm-hmm. It was called Brandy at the Disco. What? It was pretty recently, wasn't it? It was a while ago. Okay. We did B&Bs on it. But something like that, like a like a Benedictine, like a sweet kind of herbal. Mm-hmm. I swear there's something in my liquor cabinet that like reminds me of this. But this doesn't have like, so this is sweet, but it doesn't have like that, that honey sort of flavor mm-hmm. that I think that, I think that B&B sort of had a honey. Definitely flavor. had a little bit of honey in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now it's coming back to me a little bit. Hmm. <laughs> hey, you said it yourself. We've done 120 episodes. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. I don't know uh, where these ideas are coming from. This one kind of like had to scrap it together, like the rest of it, but then going to Ultra Cinco and seeing the uh, Spanish desserts, I'm like, oh man, this is going to be a great episode. Yeah. And this this ratafia has been sitting on my shelf for like a month now. And we've been, you've been waiting for it. Like the every right time, now. I'm like, oh, we got to do it. It's like something comes up mm-hmm. and we don't have like the time to dedicate to it. And so I've been waiting. And uh, if we didn't do it today, I would have tried it before the podcast, mm-hmm. but uh, we did it. But you also were able to kind of let the idea simmer a little bit and then also get the desserts. Yeah. So. And so this, like, so Arnau brought this back and he's had, I think he's had Ratafia before, mm-hmm. but he had never tried this brand. So it's not like he's like standing by like, oh, this is my favorite Ratafia. Mm-hmm. He just, he was out and he grabbed a Ratafia because mm-hmm. he knew, you know, he's like, oh, I'll get this for Justin. It's awesome. So, but I would like to someday, maybe when we do our uh, snack across the world, when we stop in Spain. Oh, yeah. We'll uh, sip on some ratafia by a Spanish vineyard eating some Basque cheesecake. Gosh, it does sound like a nice evening. Yeah. Our Basque burnt cheesecake. We'll bask in the sun with Mm -hmm. a a glass of ratafia. (laughs) We're going to chase the sun so the ratafia will never lose the sunlight. Never touch the shadows. Living in the sunlight, loving in the moonlight, having a wonderful time. (laughs) Okay. Let's uh, let's take a break. (laughs) And uh, we'll kind of throw this into a cocktail and see how it goes. Okay. Everything? Yeah. We'll I do have some leftover the, cookie. We'll throw all the, like, the, the last bits of the cheesecake ah, and yeah. the, the green parts of the strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. But we will throw over toffee in a cocktail. And we'll be right back. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye. This episode is sponsored by Eat Local New York. So once you're done listening to this episode, make sure you head over to eatlocalnewyork.com. Take a look at all their content. They've got podcasts. They've got a YouTube channel. And if you're in New York, they have a way of saving some money when you're eating at some local restaurants. So make sure you check them out. They've got a lot of content based around local food, local restaurants, local chefs, etc. And Anthony's a pretty cool guy. So make sure you check them out. EatLocalNewYork.com. And now, back to the show. 
and we're snack. <laughs> and we have a cocktail here, and this is from Ratafia. We get it. It was <laughs> it's not Ratafia. This is the Bella Epoch cocktail, and it is from the uh, the Restaurant Revolution in New Orleans. Hmm. And Restaurant Revolution is Restaurant R apostrophe Evolution. Okay, evolution. right, right, right. <laughs> uh, so let's just give it a sip, and then I'll yeah I'll talk about it. Tart. It's good. And sweet. Yeah, tart and sweet. So what's tart in this? Tart and sweet and to the point. So what's in this is an ounce of bourbon, an ounce of ratafia, yes. an ounce of lemon juice, which is kind of a lot, and an ounce of simple syrup, which is also kind of a lot. And then? And then it's topped off with two ounces of sparkling wine. It's good. Yeah. And so this is from New Orleans. And uh, the person that's writing this blog says it first caught my attention because it's using ratafia, which is like a unique ingredient, which a lot of places aren't using it. Mm -hmm. And so at Revolution, they they make their own ratafia Mm -hmm. in New Orleans. Wow. And they let it sit sit for like six months. Dude, we we just like... We need to make our yeah. own alcohol. And so when you go to this restaurant, mm-hmm. they basically are making ratafia all year, but they're yeah. using what's in season. So their ratafia is oh, always changing. So sometimes cool. they use, you know, different fruits. Sometimes I, they use I nuts. thought you were going to say they're pulling off of the mother ratafia. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I mean, it's probably not traditional ratafia like they do in Spain. Yeah. It's their own version. But, well, but their it, ratafia is... It is, kind of. Yeah, because the, ratafia is the, super what, broad. Yeah. And, well, no, I mean, it was... What was in season. They used what was in season. Yeah. So. And so that's what they're kind of doing. And then... So this... Mm-hmm. If you go there, this cocktail is kind of changing a little bit with flavor because mm-hmm. it's just seasonal ratafia. And that's the... In the... You know, when you're looking at the cocktail recipe, it says one ounce of seasonal ratafia. So it's mm. like whatever ratafia is in season. I mean, it's like so cool to be able to make your own alcohol. Mm. You know? Like, I've got wine going at home right now. That's that's cool. Did you make it? Yes. Yeah. So, what kind of grapes did you use? St. Croix. Grapes. Oh, nice. So it's a red, and um, so we crushed them and pressed them, but what we didn't do is let the juice sit in the must for a long period of time mm-hmm. and then strain it out. We we just kind of separated it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. So what that ends up technically being is a rosé. Mm-hmm. So it'll technically be a rosé. That's cool. And then did you take the must and make a grappa? I didn't, but I <laughs> talked about it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Were people and impressed my, with your, like... No, it was just, like, me and my uncle. And oh, you're like... Rob was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can do with that must. <laughs> He's like, you must keep working, because... He's like, you must throw it in the trash. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we were throwing the must in, um, or actually, well, the pressing, whatever, uh, whatever, whatever you call it after that point. Um, we put it in, like, the bucket of a tractor, and then he <laughs> went and dumped it. Yeah. I bet a lot bees, of animals. Yeah. I bet yeah. a lot of animals. Bees them. were everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um and like I'm I'm allergic to bees. I mean like it's a topical reaction, but it's like yeah, I swell up quite a bit. But you know, I was just like chilled. If, it, dude. if it's I'm, like sticky sweet, it's like bees. Like instantly. Exactly. It's it, like a shark but, to blood. It's like bees to like sticky sweet. Oh yeah. Especially in the fall. Yeah. Like you go to like an apple orchard and there's just bees. Like when you're sipping a soda in the fall, you have to check the lid of your soda yes, every of time. Of course, absolutely. Because you will sip a bee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was funny because they were just like swarming all around. But I just knew I was like, if I don't make these bees mad, they're just they don't care what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like interacting with me is just getting in the way of like the mother load. Yeah. So yeah. So what do you think about this drink? So this tastes like a drink that we've like had before. You know, it's similar to. You've s- got something you know you've got bourbon you've got lemon kind of a bubbly champagne 
and then and then it has so I, I feel like those are all common enough flavors for us and then the ratafia just adds that extra little bit of spice to it yeah and, i think and like if i herbal. made this again mm-hmm. double i would less double ratafia the lemon juice and the simple syrup mm-hmm. because it actually does taste similar to a whiskey sour it does because you've got the bourbon, lemon juice, and simple syrup, which is the main yep. like whiskey sour. Mm-hmm. And the, the champagne just kind of adds like a carbonated dryness to it. It doesn't add that much flavor. Right, right. And so then... then it does have a whiskey f- sour flavor. Yeah. And so then the ratafia is kind of like... It's in there. It adds like a little bit of herbalness. But I think if you lessened the lemon juice and the simple syrup, I think the ratafia would come out more. Let me ask you. When was the last time you had a, a, a whiskey sour? Years? No, not years. I used to really like whiskey sours. I mean, I like them too. I just they just like drop. This actually off the reminds me of. Remember when I was during quarantine drinking forbidden sours? <laughs> um, maybe. Which is like a whiskey sour, but you add pomegranate liqueur. <laughs> oh, thank God! I thought you were going to say Nyquil. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you add a Mickey to it. <laughs> Wait, wake me up when this is over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like crushing up drugs. And oh, God. Okay. It's got like a white dusted rim. No. Um, <laughs> but uh, like this reminds me of uh, pomegranate sour, basically, because it was like it was basically like bourbon, lemon juice, simple syrup, and mm. then you added like a pomegranate to it. Hmm. And so this is like that only instead of pomegranate, it's a ratafia. Doesn't taste like pomegranate at all, right? Mm-mm. But it is also very sweet, like the pomegranate. Mm-hmm liqueur that i had because ratafia on its own is pretty sweet i'm trying to taste like if i can pick out the anise and those flavors that we were picking i can it's mostly on the nose and then just a tiny bit that has like a like a uh absinthe kind of like tongue Mm -hmm. feel you know Mm -hmm. i wouldn't call it a taste though yeah it's almost like that like nettle Mm -hmm. sort of feeling yeah yeah so i mean good drink but i would lessen the lemon juice and mm-hmm. the simple syrup. That's a lot of simple syrup to add to a cocktail. One ounce. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, this is a very sweet drink. Yeah. The champagne is necessary for this. The to dry cut it? champagne. Is it dry though? It is. It's brut. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like as dry as it gets. Brut. Which I, I got because usually when you're getting when you're topping something off with champagne, they usually suggest brut. Yeah. And for how sweet this is, you like, need it. it. You need that dry champagne. You can almost add more champagne to this. I would almost, cause, so this is served without ice, right? I mean, like it was shaken with ice, but mm-hmm. I would say like probably go with ice, especially yeah. if you're going to stick with like the full ounce of simple syrup. Yeah, that's a lot of simple syrup. That's cray. Especially when ratafia is pretty sweet. What's wrong with you? What's the matter with you? Not you. I'm like talking to the listener. The, if the, are, you, right. are you saying that to Restaurant Revolution? Uh, No. You think that's they, how you say it? Because they made, what? Restaurant Revolution, or is it Restaurant Re- Evolution? The second one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Re-evolution. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. This is good. This is good. It's a very sweet episode. It's a like, very a lot sweet of sweets. episode. We've got a... Yeah. This has been the year of desserts because... Earned it. We've had so many desserts this year. You know, it, it's okay to have a little sweetness in our lives. Yeah. Like the Jimmy Eat if World If you song. are in Syracuse... Yeah. And you're going by Warren Street, South Warren Street... Yeah. And you stop into Ultra Cinco, get that cheesecake. Oh, yeah. That is really good. It was cool. That is good cheesecake. And that's a cool place. Just like, it just kind of tastes like an old world cheesecake. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like that burnt top. Mm-hmm. The Not Basque burnt. Top. It's kind of like, it's, it's just a like burnt caramelized. Basque. Yeah. The BBC. <laughs> nope. <laughs> 
But yeah, it's really good, and I can't wait to go back. I mean, we'll we'll have to do a tapas episode. I don't know when, uh-huh. but I would like to go back. I just want to go back in general myself because it's pretty cool. It's a cool yeah. place. So, what was your favorite? I'm not even going to say drink. What was your favorite aspect of this episode? Well, thanks to Arnau, mm-hmm. uh getting Rutafia is something that I've never seen or heard of before. Hmm. And I don't think I can get it again in America. I at least, at least not in central New York. I haven't seen it. And I haven't heard it come up anywhere. And even when I was trying to find information on it, it's, it's like a little bit harder to find. So I think it's just less common in America. I honestly think that we're just going to have to make it. Yeah, right? maybe we can, like the like, old world farmers. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I really <laughs> like that we were able to get Ratafia. Yeah. Anytime I've mentioned to people, they're like, Ratafia? They'd never really heard of it. And even Ocho Cinco, you know, they were writing it down because they're like, oh, that's really interesting. We hadn't heard of it before. Did you tell them what region it was from? No, I just said it was a Spanish liqueur. Right. And so they were going to talk to their distributors and see if they can get some. That's kind of cool. You're very, but, uh, you're very good at creating intrigue. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I go visit these restaurants, I wear like a Sherlock Holmes hat. I smoke a pipe. And, you do. You yeah. do that. Yeah. I mean, judging I, I think... by the stain on your shoe, you yeah. were at the YMCA earlier and you uh, tripped on a bucket. I mean, that's good branding for you. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, yeah. So I was glad about that, and then that led me to find out that Ultra Cinco is doing like authentic Spanish food, which is kind of cool. And these desserts are really good. Mm. The cheesecake was my favorite. I can't wait to see what's on that menu. Yeah, I have the menu here, actually. What? Right in front of me. What? Yeah. <laughs> is there octopus on there? There's a seafood stew, mm-hmm. which is clams, mussels, shrimp, scallops, and chorizo with romesco served with ciabatta bread. Ooh, apricot and chili glazed almond couscous and zucchini. Mm. Yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's check that out. Yeah, so uh, head down. If you're in Syracuse, go to Otro Cinco. If you're not... And if you're uh, done because you already had dinner, go there for dessert. Yeah, and uh, make your ratafia. Bring it with you. Ask for the BBC and tell them Snackdown said you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm glad we got some Spanish treats and some Spanish ratafia. So thank you, Arnau, and thank you, everyone at Ultra Cinco. So good. And it's delicious. Thank you. A uh, good evening of sipping, digestive, and eating desserts. With and friends. pretending we're in Spain. Is the saxophone still playing at this point? No. Huh. Can we start it up again? Sure. There okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll uh, close out with the saxophone. The saxophone is just like, I gotta take a break at some point. <laughs> His lips are like, they're like red. Like I used to play the trumpet, and after you would play for a while, you just had yeah. like, just this like red circle yeah. around your lips. And just like that kind of like, that like itchy feeling. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I'm talking about? And then you're like, and you're blowing out like the spit out of the tube. <laughs> oh, cut that out. Come on, we don't, come on, this is a food episode. Even though I talked about like rubbing. Very Scratching patients' <laughs> crusty bags. Ah, old Papa Crust back. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for your massage? Uh, let me put a little Aveeno moisture on there. <laughs> and that guy's just like, oh, it's the spot. Oh my gosh. You're gonna have to change the linens. <laughs> oh no, I should have I should have waited to change the linens until now. How dare I lose my edge on clustering care? Alright. <laughs> and with that Bye. We will see you next time. <laughs> Thanks for listening today. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find this episode and others like it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iTunes, and a bunch of other places. 
You can go to our website at www.snackdownpod.com. You can support us on patreon.com slash snackdown. You can go to our sponsors at Eat Local New York at eatlocalnewyork.com. And you can call us and leave us a message at 315-313-5456. And if you really want to send us a snack, uh, DM us and we'll send you the address of where to send it. And we'll shout your name out and all that good stuff. Slide into the DMs. Slide into our DMs and just uh, say, happy day. No one one says that. No, but you could. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, thanks for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. And uh, you're kind of why I do this. You and uh, just hang out. Okay. And if you have a friend out there that you don't see a lot, uh, make sure you get out and see them. Make Make up a reason. Start a podcast. Yeah. Start a podcast. Those mics don't even have to be plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you don't have enough money for the cords. <laughs> I'm like not convinced that we're plugged in half the time. <laughs> we actually, uh, this is a uh, twice a week podcast. So so, we- <laughs> so there's a lot of podcasts out there that like have like, oh, that like audio got deleted or like we didn't hit record or yeah. we haven't had any of those audio issues yet. So Yeah. We've had a couple like near misses in terms of like the plug being unplugged. Yeah, like a trip over the cord. Yeah. But yeah, we haven't had any uh, lost yeah. episodes yet, so it's kind of cool. Knock on wood. Yeah. All right. Bye, neighbors. <laughs> Bye. Like at the kiosk, I'm shoving yeah. my face with cheese. Well, you're just like, well, fine. <laughs> also, does anyone have crackers? <laughs> <laughs>